Welcome to the SDG Talks podcast, where we discuss all things around the sustainable development goals and the roadmap to 2030. We are your co-hosts, James and Kevin, here to take you along the SDG ride. We hope you enjoy today's SDG Talks podcast. My students have been able to have one-to-one connections with a student that's their age and they're using WhatsApp and, and have, having conversations, developing a friendship, essentially. The focus has been around food systems and permaculture and understanding how food is grown in these areas of South Africa and, and using that as a connector point. But what's been even more powerful is that empathy piece that has is developing every day and identifying what is someone else's experience and what are those methods of government and approaches to growing food and pieces that can bring us together. SDG Talkers, welcome back. Today you're gonna hear from Lynn Scott, who's a sustainability coordinator and teacher at Principia University in St. Louis, Missouri. We're gonna hear about the work that she's doing to help empower students to be agents of change. Lynn helped create this impact challenge, which is this opportunity for students to really develop empathy and connect with people around the world to drive some type of initiative and change around the SDGs. She's going to talk about as well the upcoming virtual conference that she has around this impact challenge, February 26th from 1 to 3 central time. And if you're a teacher, they want to just learn, or if you have students that want to present, we encourage you to get involved. And I really hope you enjoy this podcast and learn about how education can really drive change and inspire hope. Lynn, good morning. Welcome to the SDG Talks podcast. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks so much for having me. We are glad to have you. So you are in the education realm, right? Correct. So tell us about a little bit about your role with what you do within education and your role as a teacher. Absolutely. So I get to wear a lot of hats at the school that I'm at. I'm at Principia School in St. Louis, Missouri, and I teach at the upper school, so high school level. But I also get to serve as the sustainability coordinator across the entire school. And the school itself is early childhood through 12th grade. So at the, in my teacher realm, I'm a science teacher at the high school and I teach sustainability and field and natural history. And then with my sustainability coordinator hat across the entire school, I get to look at how is this concept of sustainability integrated within our curriculum And what can we do as a school to better establish these fundamental concepts of sustainability, not just within the curriculum, but but within our actions as well? Well said. And I think often we hear about these big words, sustainability or the the UN SDGs, or I even sometimes, I, I reference this a lot, but the whole Al Gore documentary where with an inconvenient truth, it was, hey, here's all these big things that we should be afraid of, but it's sort of like, well, what do those words even mean? And how do I put that into practice? So within your role as sustainability coordinator, you just mentioned it, but how do you actually take some of these things mentioned in the UN SDGs and strip those down and integrate them to both curriculum and actually to the most important thing to, to actual daily actions amongst your students? Yeah, that's a huge question. <laughs> the first thing that I have found to be really a powerful step is redefining for many people what sustainability actually is. 
so often people still think of sustainability and they, they think, oh, it's just the tree huggers. And it's important to really expand that definition and really identify, well, let me go back just a second. In my own sustainability class, we talk about, you know, the three legs of sustainability, the people, planet, profit, and understanding that without all three of those legs, the stool cannot stand. And that we have that analogy. So that's a valuable beginning point. But what I think the sustainable development goals do is they flesh that concept of the stool out even more into specifics that really provide tangible ideas for what are the specific things that as a globe we need to come together on to really affect change for the betterment of humanity. And within that betterment of humanity is the betterment of our earth, right? So I think that foundational piece of what the heck are we talking about is a really important starting point. As I've done various professional development things with the teachers across all of the levels, that's always a really great kind of aha piece for our teachers because it's the recognition that, oh, we're talking about whether it's food systems or education or whether it's um, diversity, equity, inclusivity, or whether it's you know the decent growth and economic development. And you think, oh, you mean when we're talking about things like that, we're actually talking about relating to sustainability? Yes, you are. There's practically nothing in the curriculum that you do that doesn't connect to sustainability in some way, shape, or form. And that's a really powerful piece to recognize when you think about integration within the curriculum, that it doesn't have to be an add-on. It doesn't have to be this, oh, well, I have to add this whole other sustainability unit in for me to cover sustainability that's not a thing, right? Like everything we do, all of the actions that we take, everything we talk about has this foundational concept of how are we supporting our planet? How are we supporting the people on that planet and ensuring that they have our healthy lives that can be productive and, and equitable? And how are we making sure that this can last into the future in a really productive way? I can't think of any subject that doesn't address that, which is the beauty from that educational standpoint. So that's been my like number one piece. I didn't really answer your question though. No, no <laughs> that's good. Like, what have we done? So I'll be happy to talk about kind of the next steps that as a school we've taken. Yeah, I mean, to your point, I, I think it's important to acknowledge that while there are 17 SDGs and it does a good job addressing the wide breadth of problems that exist. And it was a, a good Build, building upon from the the MDGs, which was sort of the start of this acknowledging, hey, we have these issues, but they're also opportunities. SDGs further lay that out. While they're different, they're all connected. And I think making those connections to get those aha moments, that sometimes is a, is a big turning point for students to think about, okay, well, you know, maybe I can start thinking about this in a new way. And maybe actually I can do something. And, and, and I would like to hear from that from you of the doing the action and you know how how do you inspire these students to be change makers or action makers of change or whatever those phrase those phrases are how do you get them to to feel empowered to start taking action yeah that's a great question and and what we've done as a school well i'll say our school has identified that being change makers being innovators 
being, you know, those concepts, those 21st century skills, the, the communication, the collaboration, all of those things are foundational to us as a school with that, that heading of we want, we have this foundational principle of looking towards the betterment of humanity. So as a school, we came up with this challenge called the impact challenge. And across the school, we used the SDGs as this umbrella lens through which we could approach students and say, what do we truly, you know, pick one, like get to know a little bit about what the issues are on this planet. And what do you feel most drawn to? What from your experience really ties you to these SDGs, whether it's something that you've read about or something you've personally experienced or something you just you just know for yourself that that's something that really is important. And so what we've done is across all the levels is we've, we've established, okay, here's the SDGs. We've given a little information about them. And now they're diving into an SDG of their choice. And we've said, how can you affect change towards that SDG? And we put together, uh, last year was our first year, we put together this event called the Impact Challenge. And all the way from our early childhood kids to our lower school, middle school, and high school kids had all selected their SDG of their choice. And they, they spent a few months working to affect change towards their chosen goal. And it was so powerful to see the way in which they were able to do that. So we had our second grade students that had looked at things, had looked at food and food waste and connecting that to the zero hunger goal. And they, they stayed local within our dining room and identified what kind of food waste is happening in our dining room. And they were able to measure between the various levels and have a little competition within the school to identify which level of the school is doing the best job in terms of food waste. And that was a, a great action piece, but they also were able, you know, with the teacher guiding to identify some of the larger problems that that connects to in the world. So they were able to put that within context. We had our early childhood kids where the teachers obviously as key drivers in that, that three and four year old range where they were partnering with a local organization and identifying what the needs were for that organization. And it, it was supplying, basically they did drives, clothing drives and food drives to support this, this organization. So it's really been powerful. All the way into the middle school grades, they, we had students designing websites where they were looking at various religions across the world with that idea that we need to be able to partner together and come together and have empathy. So I, I loved the range. I can talk more about the high school students too, but the idea is that everybody's coming together and identifying how can we affect change towards really the betterment of humanity within these, this lens of the goals. That's awesome. And I think it's important to acknowledge too, all those SDGs, are different and relevant from where you're located in St. Louis to where I am in Chicago to Mexico to Canada to Guam to Ghana to everywhere around the world are all pertinent. But it, and I think having that contextual lens is important to, to ingrain in the minds of students because we're talking about these same problems, but they, you need to have this grassroots lens as you're approaching 
trying to, let's say, solve the problem. Or, and you can't really solve a problem unless you ask the right questions from the local grassroots stakeholders. So I'd be interested in, let's say, for that, that religion context, was there just like some Googling or were some interviews? Or how, how did you go about really trying to develop the empathy around the, the grassroots context in a culture that's not your own? Yeah, that's such a great question. So that was our seventh grade teacher really, really drove that. And the two students that were doing that particular project, they did do Googling, but they also connected with local religious experts from various faiths. So they had a a few different interviews that they were able to do with I don't remember what all of the, what all the churches specifically were, but it, it was a combination. It was a Google piece, but then they also had friends that they were able to interview and to provide, again, more perspective because that empathy piece is really huge as we think about developing peace around the world, but of course, starting, starting local. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think that's a, that's a continuous driver of this podcast of how to develop empathy around the world, around all these issues. And I think if we all can continue to be more empathetic of others, it's going to help us answer, ask the right questions, ask, try and drive towards the right solutions and ultimately drive towards the 2030 agenda. Yeah, it's interesting. This year in my sustainability class, we've really had the opportunity to Because of the prevalence of Zoom, we've had the opportunity to partner with some folks in South Africa. Uh, We're partnering with A Spring of Hope, which is this great organization that really does a lot of great work in South Africa. And what's been powerful is my students have been able to have one-to-one connections with a student that's their age and they're using WhatsApp and and having conversations, developing a friendship, essentially. The focus has been around food systems and permaculture and understanding how food is grown in these areas of South Africa and and using that as a connector point. But what's been even more powerful is that empathy piece that has is developing every day and identifying what is someone else's experience and what are those methods of government and approaches to growing food and pieces that can bring us together. And so I already have students for this year's impact challenge that have taken that experience and taken this, these WhatsApp connections and said, Oh, I know what I want to do for my impact challenge now. And I want to, I want to take it global. I want to do, see what, how I can affect change with these partners in in South Africa. That's so awesome. And for other aspiring teachers in America or around the world, if they wanted to to replicate or learn from this idea of an impact challenge, like where did your organization start with this and, and sort of how did you build this? And is there maybe a program that could be copied and replicated elsewhere? Or what would you what would you say to other aspiring teachers trying to do something like this? That's fun. (laughs) I hadn't thought about that question. I love it. Really, the idea developed at the beginning of last fall when I was just sitting there thinking, how can we affect change and get our students really fired up? How can we do that? So it it really developed between a friend and mine, just just sitting on a bus as we were doing some volunteer work at some gardens, actually. And from there, it really, we had a good team of people and the vision was there to really identify 
what can this look like at our school? I think what's neat about the SDGs and this concept of an impact challenge is that it can look a lot of different ways based on what the school's parameters are and what it needs to look like. For us, it was really important that there was that change agent piece. We really wanted students to build those skills around connecting with local organizations, community, like really reaching out to others and building that empathy and talking to others. There are other schools that I've been talking with because I'll say, if I can put in a a small plug, my goal this year with this impact challenge, it's happening at the end of February. We're developing more marketing materials right now, my co-pilot and I, and we are really hoping to bring other schools in and to make this a collective effort beyond just our school. Because I think the power is having students see what are other students doing? How are other students affecting change? How can we come together and collaborate to make an even bigger impact? But as I've been talking to other schools, some schools are more on the research side of things. And that's okay. It's okay. And it's so valuable to really dig in and understand what the issues are. And other schools might be able to do some of that more action piece. So I feel like there's a lot of latitude with this concept of an impact challenge, whether it's bringing that research piece together with the action, or if you're more heavily weighted on either side. But I would love to talk to anyone who would like to partner. I would be happy to share materials that we've put together, um, share ideas. Because really, the more the merrier in terms of really working to affect change towards these goals, our, our 2030 goal here. Yeah, that's great. And what I like to hear about what you're talking about, too, is that it's not rocket science. It, you can use off-the-shelf tools like WhatsApp and Googling and making a partnership and having conversations. And that's enough to really spark change. And we're not talking about a $100,000 investment into something. It's it's a, a matter of just from a top-down initiative, making the change to with the goal, empowering students to be agents of change. It's so true. I had someone from, someone asked me, like, what money do you need to make this program work? And I was like, huh, like, there's a few things that students have asked for based on the project that they're interested in doing, like some reusable bags or something like that. But really, in terms of creating this event and creating like the concept behind it, it doesn't take a lot of money. It's really just, it's just that grassroots. How are we affecting change through our actions and who we connect with and using those free apps? There's so many great connector points and so much great, so many great resources that people already have that they can just come together and through that common desire for good and some organization make it happen. I love that. And and just to, to kind of round off on the impact challenge, what's maybe one thing that was a, a big challenge and, and what was maybe sort of one big success that you've learned from since you've launched it? Hmm. I think a big challenge is school schedules are tricky. And so it was a challenge to figure out the timing since we were doing this across the school and identifying when is that time that students are going to be working towards this. It it did have to come from somewhere. So it's a really valuable 
challenge, but I think the hardest thing was working with that schedule to prioritize that that was going to happen. Another challenge, but also equally rewarding is bringing in local experts. So one thing I didn't mention, when we had we had a final showcase last year at our final in, Feb- in February, and our students were presenting to one another, but really to bring authenticity to this challenge, I really wanted to bring in local professionals. So we were able to bring in 20 people from the St. Louis area representing about 12 different organizations. And they were there as an authentic audience to our presenters to provide feedback and really give that real life situation to to our students and real feedback as well. And that was really hard to organize bringing everyone in. But at the same time, I would say the most rewarding in the sense that you could see the students step up. You could see them when there's real people, so to speak, (laughs) you know, real professionals from the community, not just your teachers or your peers coming in and, you know, listening and truly listening to what you're saying and and appreciating what you've done and, and really giving you specific ideas on how you can further your next further what you're doing. That was really rewarding. And to see how people have, some of the students, they really, they really had a meaningful experience that they brought to the community. It wasn't just about them. I had, there was a a high school group that brought in a filmmaker from the St. Louis area that had looked at the effects of poverty within education. And they had brought that film to Principia and brought the star of the film there as a, to interview and have the students be able to watch it. And it made a difference within the community. So just seeing that is so rewarding to know that that is truly a, an impactful experience for everyone. Yeah. I mean, those are the really powerful stories that, again, leave really impactful footprints in the minds of the students. And it's great to hear some of the, the success you've had. And, and if you're listening, you're an aspiring teacher, whomever, it, I'll make sure the, the resources and all the links to the Prince, Principia. Prince, Principia. Principia. I'll, <laughs> yeah. get it right. I'll get it right eventually. Uh, impact <laughs> reporter challenges in here. And to kind of finish this uh, short conversation off, which, which requires so much more conversation, somewhat similar to the last questions I asked you, but I'd like to ask this at the end. What is one thing that that you're most excited about with the SDGs and, and some of the work that you do? And what is something that you are terrified about and, and keeps you up at night around what's going on with some of the work in the SDGs? You can answer one, either one or both. Can, can they be one and the same? Absolutely. <laughs> I guess as an educator, I've been teaching at Principia for 10 years now, and I find it really heartening to see how the conversation around climate change has shifted. When I started teaching, climate change almost felt controversial. And I, in my classroom, I had to address it in like... I address it in a way that I was saying, this is a science class. We're looking at the data. Like, that's what we're doing. And since then, it's very, it's been very interesting. I still, we still are a science class and we still are looking at the data. But I, from the kids coming in, I, I see a shift. Regardless of where they are on the political spectrum, I see a deeper recognition and understanding 
that this is an issue that is, as uh, politicians have said in the past, a threat multiplier. And it is something that we are going to have to deal with and it impacts literally everything. So that is both really heartening to see that shift in thought and terrifying as we start to go down the road of environmental justice, environmental racism, connected to climate change, social justice, and connected to climate change. So it is both heartening to see the movement and the desire for action and and terrifying to see the steps that that still need to be made. But I wouldn't be an educator and I couldn't be in this this subject area if I didn't have hope. You can't. I don't know if you can continue in the world without hope of some some sort and I see it in my students. People care. They do care. Our youth care. And it's our job to, as educators, to put them in a position to be able to care with their actions and care with their feet, so to speak, to be able to move and do. And if our curriculum doesn't allow for that, I think we're really doing a disservice to our students and to our world. Because there is a lot of work to do, and we have a lot of great, willing, wonderful individuals to do it. We just need to allow for that and promote it. And in our curriculum, in our actions, in our thinking, in all that we do. Really well said. And I love the idea of we do need hope. And there are times when it may seem dark and gloomy, but when you, and I love working with kids. And when you see that spark of excitement and that spark of, hey, yes, we can make a difference. I know it's easy to, to see and think doom and gloom, but when you look at the next generation and think about how we can act with our feet, we can act with our hands, we can act with our hearts, we can really make change. I'm optimistic about the future. And I know it's easy to, to point at all the bad things and climate change and the, the whole two or three degrees Celsius rise. I mean, you hear all these things, but there are things that we can do from a, a scaled up grassroots initiative to make a difference. And, and Lynn, you are, you're empowering these change makers. You're empowering the future generations. And I applaud you and the work that you and Principia is doing. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what you're doing next. And again, if anyone listening has any ideas or questions or want to talk with Lynn, um, her contact information will be in the bio. And, and, and Lynn, from the SDG Talks community, we thank you for all the work that you do. Thank you so much for all you're doing. It's, it's really beautiful to be able to partner all together because that's what it takes. Absolutely. Well, Lynn, have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You do the same. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the SDG Talks podcast. Make sure to check out all the show notes for relevant links from this show. Please share and follow SDG Talks on social media and stay tuned for updates from the Unleash and United Nations community. The goal of the SDG Talks is to bring you good content. So if you want to learn about something specific or have suggestions, please let us know. We look forward to seeing you next time on SDG Talks.